Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I'm a father of what? I got to find a babysitter. I found care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your childcare necessities, check out care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your childcare needs. The, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insights, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Mo Moten, Scott Goldbranson with you. We're talking Raiders football. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate that. Hello to everybody on YouTube. We appreciate you watching as well. And we're back and we are talking Tom Brady. Yes, Mo, Tom Brady, that guy, the GOAT. I know Raider fans don't like to say that, but he is. You got to go with that. Uh, but Tom Brady, no, he's not coming back. No, he's not going to play quarterback. But Tom Brady this week, Mo, spoke about his ownership. He got asked in an interview why or how he felt about and to talk about his ownership of the Raiders. So I'm going to put that up on the screen for YouTube viewers. And for those of you listening on the audio side, on the podcast side, I'll read it to you. Now, there's one sentence in here I know that Raider fans won't like, so I'll start with that one. It starts with, here's Tom Brady speaking. Quote, I grew up in the Bay Area. My favorite team was the 49ers. Okay, I know. If you're still with me, the team across the Bay was the Raiders. <laughs> and you know, they're an iconic NFL franchise. When I look at a lot of the people that have impacted the NFL over a long period of time in the most positive way, former Raiders owner and GM Al Davis is one of them. And he's not with us anymore, but I've heard incredible stories. And then the opportunity came about to begin in my, to become a minority owner in the Raiders. It was a dream come true for me. I'll be playing a very passive, again, I'll be playing a very passive role. This is something that I'm interested in doing for the rest of my life. This is not something that I've been into for a year or two years. So there you go, Mo. He's talking about um, the ownership of the Raiders, besides saying that he was a 49er fan as a kid, it happens. Um but it's interesting because he says clearly he wants to be a passive owner. So any thoughts of him going down there to train with the quarterbacks? And I said this on a couple of shows ago. I said he's he's got a, a situation, divorce. He's got kids. He wants to spend as much time as a kid. So he's going to be he'll probably be in for game days, and that's about it. But um, it'll be interesting, though, because his point about wanting to be involved with the game for the rest of his life, and, 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 and as an owner, he can do that, even as a passive owner – I'm interested, from your point of view, outside of his playing ability and what he did in his career, which is amazing, what else does he bring to the table? If you're a Raiders fan and you're really trying to find out why it's good that he's a minority owner, 
What springs to mind for you? Well, the first thing that obviously has to come to mind is he was the centerpiece of a dynasty in New England. So if anything, and I've seen Raider fans say this, that if he can just, I'm not saying, you know, Tom Brady's King Midas or anything, but <laughs> he was part, he was part of, of an act of a team that now I know people want to bring up the, you know, the stuff that happened to Flategate gate and all of that stuff, spy gate. I get it, but he understands what it looks like or what it's supposed to look like. And a lot mm-hmm. of fans have criticized Mark Davis for his football decisions. Right. So if Mark Davis is now leaning on a guy who's done it on the field and that doesn't make Tom Brady a great, you know, part owner because we've seen you know michael jordan out there with the charlotte hornets not doing great as, as <laughs> running the charlotte hornets right now even True. though he regards the greatest basketball player of all time doesn't necessarily translate in all cases but i think mark davis can lean on tom brady's football acumen because he's played the game before he's played it at a high level and he's he's part he was part of one of the most iconic you know franchise runs of all time so to have that on you know had to have that person to your shoulder and have that ear. I think it's, I think it's a great addition for the Raiders front office. Tom Brady doesn't have to go in and make all the, the, the decisions, the personal decisions to have an impact, just his knowledge of the game, just what he's been able to accomplish could be, could be very valuable for a Raiders franchise that's looking to find its way again. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yes and and even though he said he would be a passive owner that i mean think about it it doesn't matter if it's jimmy garoppolo or the next quarterback that's going to be their franchise quarterback whenever that person comes the fact that they can call Tom Brady. I'm not saying Tom Brady's going to insert himself, but if Jimmy Garoppolo's struggling or they're doing something or whatever, he can he can ask. Brady ran the offense. He knows that offense like the back of his hand, clearly. So mm-hmm. to have him just around or on the phone available to you because he is part of the organization is going to be valuable. Here's the one thing that I would recommend that Tom Brady do. Actually, it's two things. And I think this would win over the fan base instantly. Are you ready? I'm ready for this. Opening, opening game, Allegiant Stadium this year, which I think is week three. You start off the intro video right before kickoff, and it's Tom Brady welcoming fans to Allegiant Stadium. They boo him. I get it. They're going to boo him. And then he says, by the way, Raider Nation, it was a fumble. Boom. 
All he's got to do is say it's a fumble, and they will love him instantly. I'm telling you. Even though he kind of did in that little thing he did with Woodson anyway. But, but nonetheless, if he did that, and then number two, he should spend some time walking around to the tailgates at Allegiant Stadium and getting to know the Black Hole guys, all of the super fans. If he goes out and does a little bit of politicking, I think it changes overnight. For some people. For some <laughs> people. I think, I think there are some people who are going to see through his politicking. And I think there are some people, and I've, and I've, you but know, if it's genuine, fans, if it's genuine, look, I converse with some fans and they're never Tom Brady people. It's like, no matter what Tom Brady does, he's not part of my franchise. He's not part of our, our culture. He's an outsider from here on in because of not only just because of what happened, he's coming from a Patriots organization that a lot of fans felt like the Raiders could have been vaulted to prominence if that infamous game, that infamous play hadn't happened. So there are just some people, some fans, Raider fans in particular, who are never going to forgive Tom Brady for that, even though he didn't make the call. But because he was part of it, he benefited from it. They're always going to look at him as an outsider, no matter how hard he politics, no matter how many Raider babies he kisses, no matter how many hands he shakes, <laughs> they're going to look at him as an outsider. And and, yeah. and to your But to your point, that would be a great start uh, against the Steelers in their first home game, him as a part owner coming out and just kind of Making a joke, but still just making light of it. You know, I I totally understand that. Yeah. And I've never been a Tom Brady fan um, as well, but I acknowledge the greatness. And I do think having him as part of the organization will help increase the positive uh, image of the organization. Right. Because I do think that his involvement in the NFL is always going to get a lot of attention. So Tom Brady will bring good attention to the Raiders. Now, if the Raiders don't succeed on the field over time and Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels don't succeed, doesn't matter who he is, it's not going to help. But I do think the presence of him in the Raider organization will be a net positive. Scott, I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat for a minute. <laughs> Just make believe this is a tinfoil hat for a, for a quick moment, right? Okay, got it. So there are there are Raider fans who, who feel like the league is out to get them at every turn, right? True, true. And and, they, and and Mark Davis is viewed as an outsider because they, you know, everyone calls him he's oh he's the he's rich, but he's the poor among those owners, and he's kind of the outsider type. The way he handles this, the way he's more close to the fans than most owners are. People see Mark Davis as an outsider within his own fraternity of owners, NFL owners. That is right. Tom Brady is viewed as kind of an insider. Oh, everyone loves Tom Brady. You hear stories mm. all the time. Oh, you spend five minutes with Tom Brady, you love him. Even <laughs> though you hate him for all the winning he's done and he, he beat your team 28, you know, came back on your team from t- down 28-3 and all of that stuff. When you meet Tom Brady, you love him. So Tom Brady is looked at as an NFL insider. So if that that could also help the Raiders because if there are situations where maybe the Raiders need some favor, hey, we got Tom Brady now. Our image is a little different now, but yeah. – we're not the same renegades from decades and years past. I know some fans hate to hear that, but let's be honest. The culture has shifted a little bit with Mark, Josh yeah. McDaniels, with Dave Ziegler, with Tom Brady now part of it. It's not the same Raider franchise that you grew up with in, you know, in, in the 70s and 80s. It's, it's, it's just a different franchise. And as much as it pains me to say that growing up as a Raider fan, it's the truth. But I do think t- having Tom Brady there, him being looked at as an insider and well-liked within the league, I think that could help the Raiders out. Well, and, and the, that's, the, that's the legacy. The legacy of Al Davis, was, which is undeniable, un, un, unquestionable, amazing, and what made that franchise great, it was Al Davis. There's no question. 
at the same time, I mean, I, I equate this, you guys all know I'm a UNLV alumni, right? So when, when Jerry Tarkanian was the, was the coach of the, the running rebels and they were on top of the world of the college basketball and they won a national championship in 1990, it was the same kind of, it was us against the world. If you ever watched the documentary on HBO about UNLV during those years, that's what it was about. No different than Al Davis. It's unfortunate that those two guys couldn't be alive in the same city at the same time. It would have been unbelievable. But like college basketball changed, the NFL has changed. And so that kind of fighting the system, all that stuff just doesn't happen anymore. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's the way it is to your point about culture change. So that's what I think Tom Brady, and some people, you're right, will never like him. They'll hate that he's part of the organization. And that's their right. I got no problem with that. I'm not going to tell them how to fan but I will tell you it will be a net positive for the organization and we'll see how it all works out. But I'm just interested to see how fan views change if they do. Here's how Tom Brady can gain favor with Raider fans who say never Tom Brady. If he's involved, and I know he said he has a path, he's going to have a passive role, but is he, if he's involved in certain personnel decisions that work out and lead to wins, uh, you know, yeah. ASC championship appearances, Super Bowls, that's how you get the fans on your side. It, it all winning. Because ask Matt, ask most Raider fans. All they want to see is a winning football team, a good quality product on the field. If you win, things are good. When you're not winning and things are headed south, things are terrible. That's just the bottom line of it. Yes, absolutely. Well, there you go. Tom Brady on his way to becoming a Raiders owner. And he speaks about it, which is the first time he spoke about it. So we'll, I'll be interested to see if the Raiders do any media as the season approaches with Tom Brady when they get to camp, if he visits camp. Uh, it'll be interesting to see a, a Raider-specific conversation where they delve into it and maybe get a little more out of him about what he thinks he might be able to do as part of the ownership group. It'll be, be fascinating. Whew. Anyway, all right, Mo. Well, sh interesting show, right? We're in the we're in the dead period of the NFL, but we roll on and have more. And of course, Thursday we'll be back. We'll have our mailbag segment as usual. We appreciate it. Send your comments and your questions to mail at silverandblacktoday.com. That's mail at silverandblacktoday.com. You can tweet at Mo, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N on Twitter. You can also send your questions to me, LV Gully, or the show SNB today as well. And we'll get to those. Too. Mo, I know you mentioned your piece coming out tomorrow on Bleacher Report. What else you got going this week? So first of all, as I mentioned in an earlier segment, Bleacher Report piece coming out on potential training camp holdouts. Obviously, Jess Jacobs is one of those players. And again, I'll go over what are the options he has, what are the options the Raiders, Raiders have, and what is the realistic outcome of what's going to happen before July 17th or after it. Uh, another have another piece coming out on Sports Night, just going over an overview of of what to expect in training camp. You know, who's who's going to be a star at this position? Is Divine Diablo the guy at linebacker or should the Raiders go out and still add a linebacker? If you listen to previous shows, you may have answers to that question. I have specific answers to it. <laughs> but basically, it's just a it's just a it's just a, a close the curtain on the spring and a preview toward what's going to happen in the summer because as you said, there's going to be some off time for for the players, but not us. We're still spinning the wheel, still working on some pieces, some quality content for the fans out there. Oh, yes. We've got lots coming up here over the rest of June and into July, getting you prepared for camp. Some big guests coming down the road, and we'll share those with you soon. My friend, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Sounds good. See you soon. All right. So there you have it. That is Silver and Black today for this Tuesday, 
And we will be back with you on Thursday. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. We thank you for being with us on YouTube as well. Thank you for the comments and the live chat. As always, lively. Thank you all for paying attention to us and giving us a little part of your day. We hope you have a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you on Thursday. For Mo Moten, I am Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today. Take care, Raider Nation.